So I briefly um, touched on this before my other page, my other Instagram page, I say, but today I'm going to elaborate on the topic of happiness and true health. So like the only thing, the only reason it stopped me like writing so much the last time was just not having enough characters, but this time I'm going to go a bit expensive on it. It'll be too long. It's a quick enough guide, but I'll, um, this is going to be like, definitely one of the craziest things I've ever said. You don't like look at me or think of me like I'm some sort of weirdo, but I'm, uh, I don't know. It's kind of a, it's a bit of a weird, but kind of, once you kind of go in there with an open mind, it's not too bad to grasp, let's say. But to start off, um, most people think that health, happiness and spirituality are separate. Like, but I come to realize that they're very connected, like true health and happiness that is. Like sometimes the ego or the false self can give off this illusion of happiness and the Western medicine can give off the illusion of health but true health and happiness go hand in hand the model i'll discuss is the only one i know simultaneously that increases your true happiness your physical and mental health and spiritual fulfillment like it's the ultimate quick guide on how to live your life and in future podcasts like i will get into this in more detail now each one of these aspects of life is far more changeable than you think like for example like recent research has now shown that it's actually possible to reverse your epigenetic or biological age now we probably can't reverse age forever at least not with our current understanding of the world but is is this truly possible it is truly possible to drastically slow down the aging process and feel younger and healthier <laughs> also many like mental conditions can be cured completely naturally like mental health is a fast growing problem in today's society and there's a reason this issue is increasing like modern society creates a natural and toxic environment for human health um, like, well, there's like unnatural social, social constructs in our attachment to them cause extreme mental unnecessary mental stress. Like when you start working on your physical health, happiness and spirituality, you'll realize that the attachment you have to these problems and negative emotions fade away. So to keep things simple and because all these aspects I mentioned earlier go hand in hand. So as one increases, the other increases and vice versa. Um, you can think of all these aspects of health. As one identity so let's just call the combination of mental and physical health happiness and spirituality simply health and we can call the antagonist of health simply stress because you'll find that anything that decreases any aspect of health is due to some type of chronic stress so scientifically is the so this is the chronic release of cortisol which is the stress hormone so when overall health is high enough and stress is low enough you were able to reverse your biological age, like at least temporarily. And depression and anxiety can be completely eliminated. Extremely high health and extremely low stress is also the path to spiritual enlightenment. And it, like this is a reason why Buddhist monks, like some of the most spiritually practiced people in the world, are also the healthiest. Like they are able to eliminate a lot of mental stress through spiritual practice. They also have a more natural physical lifestyle as a result, and they're they're considered to be like some of the happiest people in the world. And also like they have a much longer lifespan than the average person. So as you start to see each aspect of health is connected from a spiritual standpoint and the build of mental stress or negative thought is what fuels the ego or i.e. the false self. And like bad physical health can also cause chemical brain imbalances that worsen mental health. And now in the opposite direction, spiritual practice can decrease mental stress, which can actually improve physical health by reducing the chronic release of the hormone cortisol. So you'll find 
the health works like a feedback loop, increasing health in one area, increase it in the others, and then in turn, increase it even more in the first area. So you have to make sure that the feedback loop is working in the right direction, and then you'll be moving towards true health and happiness, free from your attachment to stress. And what we don't realize is that almost everything we do in society today causes unnecessary, unnecessary chronic stress. The key to limit this chronic stress is to limit as much as we can. Now, I encourage you not to trust me, of course, because health is something that's very personal and you know your own experience. Like, only you can tell what works for you and what doesn't. But only only you can be the judge of your own health. Like, true health, that is. Like, doctors can say that you can be the judge of your health, but only you can be the judge of your true health. Like, there's a difference between true health and actual health. Now, I encourage you just to pay attention, like, experiment, just to become the best version of yourself. Like, I do want to discuss what worked for me so let's list off some of the stress increasing things that i try to avoid starting with the physical again each of these physical things will have an effect on mental health and spiritual health as well as they all come hand in hand so these involve number one chronic inflammation number two processed foods number three breathing polluted air number four electromagnetic frequencies such as cell phone waves or wi-fi waves number five unnatural chemical skin products number six fluoride in your drinking water number seven lack of sunlight and number A, vitamin deficiencies, and essentially just anything unnatural. Now for the mental stresses again, each of these will have an impact on physical health and spiritual health as well. These mental stresses can are unnatural mental processes created by the ego. Now, these are tougher to fix, but arguably more important. So these include insecurities, restricted thought, closed mindedness, self-hatred, putting up a false front, not being your true self, dishonesty, really anything that goes against your conscience or anything that harms others. Fear of death. Like fear of death is a huge one, but it's not necessary, which I'll explain some other time. But I have to talk about the positive physical things I like to work on. Like each of these will overall boost your mental esteem and mental health and your spiritual health as well. So these include physical exercise, breathing exercises, a whole food, anti-inflammatory diet, proper supplementation, fasting, sunlight but not too much like it's funny that vitamin d is like like in ireland and america and the uk like vitamin d deficiency is very very it's one of the most common deficiencies that there is yet it's so important to our health like it's it's mad how like little sunlight we get so it's it is ideal especially during this time that we should just go out for even 15 minutes in the morning just to absorb that uh absorb that sunlight and vitamin d but drinking bottled water or filtered water that filters out fluoride, that's also beneficial for you as well. And using natural products on the skin. And what else is there? There's good posture. There's, you know, you can you can do yoga, you can stretch and you can like get massages and really anything else that's physically relaxing. Now, that's all the physical kind of, all the physical and spiritual kind of things done. Now let's talk about the positive mental things that I try to do. Like these are, these are part of the human experience, like free from the attachment to the ego or the false self. So this kind of ties into meditation as well, where we're kind of like briefly discuss where you're in this flow state and you don't really, you're kind of, you're not really bothered by anything else, but this is like, like ties into that. So number one would be being your true self. Number two is being completely open and honest. Number three is dropping that false front you have. Number four is either accepting or fixing insecurities. Number five is self-improvement. Number six is open-minded physiological thought and insight self insight into yourself sorry um helping others engaging in your purpose or passions and non-judgmental human to human interactions and really anything else that you find mentally relaxing and of course 
there, this is a huge one, which of course meditation as a spiritual practice. But again, I'm like I'm saying again, don't trust me. Like the only thing you can do is truly trust is your own experience, and that's the only reason that you truly know. Like so, find out for yourself. Is this the essence of self improvement process? Like try these things out and see how they affect you. Like doing or not doing any one of those things is going to have an effect on your health. Now you get to decide which to try first. You can either tackle the physical, the mental, or the spiritual. Like it really doesn't matter which aspect you start with it because they are all connected. Like it just matters that you start. Now I'm positive. Like if you truly embrace this model, soon you'll be happier, close to spiritual enlightenment.